0: And we are live, welcome back to On The King's Dime. It is an unusual Wednesday night. Usually we come on a Monday night, but tonight we're doing a Wednesday night as we played the Perth Wildcats yesterday. Uh, We're gonna talk about that and also the Adelaide game in the NBL Cup, the brand new NBL Cup. Uh, We're gonna discuss that, uh, do a little armchair COVID talk uh, and yeah, discuss the two games. Uh, It'll be an interesting episode, a win and a loss. Uh, plenty to discuss, but as always, you can like and subscribe on Facebook. We are on YouTube. Uh, we're also on Apple podcasts on, P- uh, Google podcasts. Keep wanting to say pod addict, but we're not on pod addict. Um, and we are also on, what else are we on? Spotify as well. If that is your preferred watch platform or listen platform, definitely get over to Spotify and subscribe to us. Uh, we, are, what, what else are we doing? We're doing anything else. No, we've got nothing else coming up.
1: No, I'm having a baby, so. Yeah, wow,
0: not long to go for you. Woo, that's going to be interesting how we're going to do those pods uh, when you've got a little one to take care of. But, yeah, as always, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, It's been an interesting start to the season. There's been plenty happening, Uh, some up and down stuff. We've got injuries galore. Um, It's been, you know, some crazy roster stuff. Let's let's just quickly start out with uh, the Dave Anderson rumours.
1: Yeah, that was—is that confirmed or no? Nah, I don't
0: think I don't think there's anything confirmed yet. But what's your thoughts, Dave Anderson?
1: Look, Dave Anderson back in the day was is a good pickup. However, I, I you know Tommy V's been doing all right, man. I'm, yeah. I'm on the Tommy V train at the moment. He's he's he stepped into that power forward position well and can shoot the three ball and is fit. Uh, you know, hella hella. Um, A little bit uh, numptyish on defense sometimes. He's he's a a
0: bit out of control, eh? (laughs) Look, I'm, I'm, I'm in his corner though. There's, you know, I think probably a one in one in five foul calls is probably dodgy for him as well. There's been a couple of just like, come on, man, like, geez, give the guy a break. It's a little bit like Hunter as well as the same where you're just like, geez, come on, man, like, she's trying his best. Like, we don't need to call everything here. Like, give him some slack. Um, but I like, man, a little little scoring punch off the bench.
1: Yeah, man. I like it's that done. as an
0: idea. Um, how old is he? 38? Oh. I was about to look it up and then I stopped looking it up. Let me just... Dave Anderson. Uh, Dave Anderson of Lebanon? No, that's not it. Uh, Dave Anderson. He's 40. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm out. Hit the ejector seat on that one. <laughs> <laughs> just punch out. Now nah, oh, I'm in, but like whatever. If you, you've played two or three games, you know it gives us ten minutes. shoot some uh, some posts, post jumpers, and you know some turnarounds.
1: Why not? That's it, man. You know, just be be there in space to to hit the jumpers when um when Casper, where baby, is in falling But hey, man, Casper is in pretty pretty fine form. Mm. I have to say, yeah, he's he's um, had a good
0: couple of games. We'll go through that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the re- the return of DK mm. Daniel Kicker back in. I think it yeah. gave us a little little boost.
1: Yeah, his shooting is definitely something to behold. Just you know, no post. I think post kicker can be tucked back and and put in put in you know the the chest of many things that we just don't want to see for the rest of the year. He really is the trail three kicker. Like you know. Um, Danovic, Casper, you know, collapse kick out to kick it, and then issues the three ball, and he's going to hit it at 50%. Like, there's no one better in the league that can do that. So, we'll put a little bit, put post kicker just in a little bit. Like, the really worrying thing is, man, we have no post offense mm-hmm. zero, zero post offense. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of bizarre, but yeah, let's, um, yeah, let's what, like,
0: that, it's tuck, like what we do have just doesn't fit the overall, like, what we do. You know what no, I mean? Like, no. it's it's toss it in and hope for a bucket. Like, you know, Geordie <laughs> around the bucket, just have a have a crack, mate. Just have a crack. Like, it's it's not schemed. And yeah. I'm wondering if you know, for for example, not necessarily Dave Anderson, but if someone who was a dedicated post threat, like Jarrell, like with Jarrell out, obviously Jarrell is that post threat, and you can see our offense kind of functions a lot better when he's in the team because there's some in-out stuff going on. But when he's yeah. not there, this it's just shooting and you know screens and. Just shoot, DJ. Just launch it, yep. Tommy V. Just launch it. Everyone just launch it, <laughs> and I think like we'll we'll outgun some teams. Like we we've yeah, seen yes. a couple of wins where we outgun teams, but I, I think we've kind of got to just go. And I don't know if we're going to be able to beat the the better teams like this playing like this.
1: Yeah, I think that there were probably probably a decisive defensive center, or an offensive center away from 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 beating teams like that. But um yeah, it's going to be a bit of a run and gun season. I think for them from here on out until Jarrell's back or cooks is back. Is, how long is Jarrell out for? Do we know?
0: So it was three to four weeks.
1: Okay. So that's conservative. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I don't trust that at all. Cause we, you know, yeah. we brought this up already. We saw Glover still in the, uh, the moon leg, and it was, was like that dude that ain't coming back. back and he was no. i think he was 3 weeks or 4 weeks yeah. when it was diagnosed i think maybe 6 weeks ago and it yeah. was like even in that breakers game we were just like this dude's not coming back like this dude that's like it looks like a season ending injury basically yeah so um, i think, so just, I think just
1: yeah just give him hope yeah like, maybe playing sprains, the cards M- yeah MCL sprains 4 to 6 weeks typically mm.
0: Um, yeah, I think Deng, Deng, Majok Deng was just out with a six-week sprain. Lamar's out for four weeks with some sort of um, burger hand related injury. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I think it was a um, a knee, sprained knee. But, yeah, I, I hope Jarrell can come back in three or four weeks. That'd be great. But I wonder if the club's kind of being a little bit coy, trying, mm. you know, lessen the severity of this injury. Because I guess, like I was thinking about the other day, like you've also got these contractual things. like you got replacement players you got how you kind of report what injuries are to the league like it's not necessarily like the nba where there's a set roster every dude's getting paid a lot of money they're well kind of insured and well cemented into a roster like here like we saw Koenig drew for two weeks and then it's like "Ah, he's not even on the trip he's not even in the bubble at the cup type of thing
1: yeah um he just got a couple of paychecks and he just yeah we yeah saw, so so I guess like we saw so like, a miss a rotation and whoop. yeah it was just like tugs tugs tugs
0: out, um, but so yeah I'm thinking like part of me was just like man come on give us give us an update like I want I want to know the info and this part of me is just like oh, well you kind of got to massage the way we report these and way the way we look at these things because there are other these other implications to do with the yeah. roster etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and um, also I
1: think that if you do there must be certain timeframes for injury to to organise injury cover. Like if you're injured injured for two weeks, obviously you don't get injury covered. But mm. if there's a period of four to six weeks, maybe that is the case. I, I, I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, four to six weeks is a, is a likely time frame for Jarrell. and that kind of takes us pretty deep into the season now because we're kind of deep, especially with this this NBL cut run. Mm. That's that's on thing. So I don't know how many rounds are left. Do we actually do we know how many rounds this is going to be, or like so, they're just going to call it one day and just go oh, finals?
0: <laughs> yeah, just finals. And then you, you know, here you get the final, you get the championship. Um Like they did last they did year. That last still, year. <laughs> still a bit salty about that. But uh, um, the I'm just going to go into onto the NBL page, but the the whole. Like if if you look at what this cup is, I think it was ten rounds, I think. I'm just going to check now. No, maybe it was nine. But they're all eight game rounds. So it's a lot of games. Like there's a lot yeah. of games jammed in here. I was just saying to someone in the in the messages, like, you got these chances during the tipping to just bounce back. It's just like, whoa, we got seven in a game week and now you're just back yeah. on top of the ladder type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And these games are going to come thick and fast. I'm wondering, like, we're already shorthanded. We've already got a thin squad. Now we've got to play, like, all these games, double game weeks. It's just basically we're probably playing every, like, four days on average or five days yeah. nearly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. We're going to crunch through some of these games. I'm just going through round six, round eight, round nine. Yeah, so I think it, it was up to round nine. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe there's more. They haven't scheduled them yet. I don't know. Don't know yeah. enough about the cup. Just, damn, the damn cup, man. Um. So, on to the LA game. We've got armchair COVID. Anything we've got like, armchair COVID related? Yeah,
1: it's, it's kind of irrelevant for us at the moment, isn't it? It's really yeah. everything's kind of. Vaccines are coming, hopefully. Soon.
0: Everyone kind of relaxes a little bit. We're back to our, well, like.
1: I, all right, let's go a little bit of armchair COVID. The At the end of the Australian Open Grand Final, they got up and said to everyone, oh, it's so wonderful, the vaccines were here this year, and then they just got booed.
0: <laughs> who, who said that? I heard that the, the, somebody the got booed, like direction. the chair yeah, of, the, um, yeah. Yeah, the
1: tournament director is like, you know, it's wonderful, the vaccines are going to be here this year, it's going to be great, we'll get back on tennis. I was <laughs> like, boo!
0: Boo! <laughs> What's that all about, man? Uh, I didn't watch any tennis. It was funny this year, like, this is the first year I haven't really watched the Aussie open, like it, it's always been a staple over yeah. the last, like in you, can you remember growing up and just, it's like January, th- summer, like we're going yeah. into like, um, it, it coincided with going back to school. Like yeah, the end of it. going back to school was, oh, the, you know, the finals of the Australian open. I can remember like cricket days and barbecues where like the final would be on and you'd be watching yeah. it. And now I just didn't watch it at all. I don't think I watched a single minute of the Australian open this year. I
1: think it's just because, most of these strains in the tournament are just twats. Yeah, true. And it's kind of a men's like, you know, we're, we're cool. And then Ash Barty was out there. It was like, oh, no, that's it, female. We, we don't care.
0: <laughs> Everyone's that's favorite choker, Stan Stozer.
1: Oh, man. That is a wasted <laughs> career. That is a wasted but, career. But...
0: It's, it kind of is, and does it feel a bit New World Order type thing where if you look at what the NBL is to tie it back into the NBL, NBL standing on its own two feet. And it's something you need to connect yourself to. Like it's not getting any handouts, any legs up. Like SBS is a bit of a leg up, you know, um, mm-hmm. and ESPN's a little bit of a leg up. But at the same time, like this Australian Open wasn't on any of the apps that I look at. So it's like I won't be watching that. Yeah. Whereas I was I used to grow up watching a lot of free-to-air TV and 7 would be always on, bang, 7. Like the Australian yeah. Open, put it on at night, watch games, go to sleep. And the NBL is a little bit different. I like was thinking about it to tie it back into this cup. Like the, the amount that the games will come a thicker fast over this last week. I've been like, sweet. Like I could put these on like while I'm doing stuff at night. Like mm. it's a game at night. Like, oh, cool. Like it's a little bit like a little big bashy type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just have yeah. it on.
1: Especially at those times mm. of the day and night. It makes it a bit – it makes it easier to kind of just have on in the background but not – Easy enough to just sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, as a as a parent, so we're yeah. getting into like parents' corn. We're getting into old old people here. Like our Don't lives are definitely long. moving into the twilight of having kids oh, and man. being parents.
1: Don't jump on daddy's nuts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think we're kind of sailing out of COVID now. So hopefully we mm. can get back in this arena. Um, bring our masks, but not wear them, of course. Uh, the next next home game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this cup, how are you feeling about this cup? I love games, man. I like games, but I'm still just like,
1: cup, okay, sure. Yeah, I don't really care. It's just as long as the games get played and the season gets finished and, you know, we're competitive, then it's kind of like, well, what, what else?
0: And, what else um, in- dude, you, you won two quarters, man. It's like,
1: yeah, okay. I'm
0: like, all right, did we win the game? Yeah, we won the game. Yeah, sweet. But you only won two quarters. Like,
1: who cares? Like, why is yeah. that a thing?
0: That doesn't make any sense.
1: It's it's all about the playoffs for us. So and cool. then
0: I saw we played two games, and we we're like, we're at top because we've won like three quarters and only won one out of our two games. Like, well, we're second. It's like what? Just just like put them in a bubble and play games, and just don't even call it the cup. Just call it <laughs> like the season. Yeah. Would would it have made any difference if we've just like let's just have you know twenty five games in a bubble and just play them there? Like and don't yeah. no, don't call it the
1: cup. Yeah, I think that would have been like yeah, we're going into into kind of a, a bubble, then going back to one game. One game a, um kind of a week at home to getting a run into the finals because we really it's you know the finals is going to be the big money if we get there. Um, maybe they need to maybe that this year they needed to do it because so many teams are playing on the road for so long. Maybe they need to do it like a play in mm. for um, for the fourth position like the uh, fourth and fifth battle out for the final spot. I don't know, something different because of the fact that this, you know, these teams, you know, Sydney's going to be playing on the road most of the season and that's kind of, you know... And New Zealand really, as well. Yeah, New Zealand Pretty as much well. the entire I mean, season. Yeah, but the Breakers are so just not <laughs> as their own fault. Happy just, to be here. <laughs> yeah, they're just happy to get paid, I suppose, in New Zealand. It's um, poor Breakers, man. Yeah. So... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, the cup. Cool, cool, man. Yeah. There's a cup going on. Um, but it was good to see our first game. We'll we'll go on to this Adelaide game. Um, a first kind of hit out. We, we'd played two games, one, one, lost one or lost one, one, one. And then to, to go into this game sort of,
1: you know, I, I feel like we've got the wood on Adelaide a little bit. Does that feel like that to you? It definitely feels like that. It feels like Jordan Hunter is exceptionally adept in annoying the crap out of Dj and 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 Isaac Humphries mm. without fouling as well. Um, yeah man Humphreys was like you know MVP level and then just went mm. and you just like he just hasn't found his mojo and you know admittedly their import leaving who was quite good and then getting Tony Crocker in who hasn't played professional basketball in like two and a half years. If you look at his NBA ref, like he hasn't played in since, I think 2018 was his last season in Europe. So it's kind of like, well, you know, it's a little bit haphazard. Josh Giddey isn't really a shooter. Um, and so, you know, you, you just, it's a long, it's a short season to build something that, you know, these teams do not have the same core year in, year out. Mm. And so you've just kind of slot all these different guys in and just hope for the best. Whereas, you know, you see Sydney. Sydney's had a good little core. I mean, Casper, Diddy, um, Kickett, Geordie uh, Hunter. Like, they've had a core, Moller, they've had a core of players, and then they've brought in some pieces. Whereas this Adelaide is literally just being pieced together around DJ. Like, there's, I don't know if there's anyone from last season except DJ.
0: Yeah, so DJ Tice, Fitter and Turner, Brennan Tees. Yeah. That's uh, and Pinder was there, but Pinder was playing like a nothing role. Yeah. Um so apart from that, yeah, it's and Madronia I think was was there as well, but yeah, it's it's a bit of a messy situation. They they were so good at the start of the season and Giddy was actually really good as well. I don't I don't know what's going on with him. Like he is is not um like not dedicated offense too. And no. I'm not sure maybe kind of our guards like Ware and Bruce did a really good job defensively pushing him off that, like out of that pick-and-roll situation with um, Humphreys and DJ. But also like with the amount of like hustle we have with um, Tommy V and Jordan Hunter. Tommy V getting the start too, three or four from three in this game. I was like, okay, yeah, sweet. Um, I think we've got to lose the Monica, the Vaude, Tommy for Monica. I think we've got to give him uh, Vodanovic back yeah
1: (laughs) give him give him his actual name yeah Yeah, he's got to have his actual name back i think he's he's earned earned a peace position in this in this organization for sure
0: and i think he and hunter right they just hustle and one of the one of the main things i noticed in this game and in the last two games like they push Humphreys off his spot and they push dj off his spot and those two just don't have that That, that's not in their comfort zone like their comfort zone is like no, no, you just let me take these shots. A little bit little bit shack like where it's just like, no, no. Yeah. Like I get this shot. And it's like, well, no, not letting you have that shot. And then what do you got now? And Humphreys I noticed is a little bit like – just gets flustered gets a bit out of control starts like you know like really blowing up court like gets like blows up and i noticed that we kind of were getting under his skin a little bit you mentioned crocker he he actually played quite well and he he feels like a guy where don't let him get going like he he had a couple mm. of little stretches where he was like uh oh like don't let him get going he was 2 or 4 from 3 4 of 9 from 2 quite good in the mid range but this this giddy situation for them is like if he's not running you know conventional kind of pick and roll with Humphreys and DJ and making things happen, he's kind of like a bit of an unreliable scorer, a little bit tentative. You know, at, yeah. the, at the start of the season was very just give him the ball, let him go, let's take him yeah. off the leash and let him have a go. But as this as this season kind of formed up around him, and then Sunday Jetch, who I think has probably been one of the steals of the season, like he's been yeah. so good as a two way player. If you didn't have Giddy. You could probably get away with just having Desch run point the entire time, play make, probably have a bigger sort of small forward scorer in there, might supplement them a little bit. Yeah. But there, it, looking through their roster, man, Tease, McVay, Madrona, Mc, Dylan Pinder, and then, you know, the the development players, this is a little bit like, ooh, that's not a great roster. Like once you take out those um, main players, so Tease had five points off the bench, McVeigh six points off the bench bench um and then yeah Humphrey only had 14 Croc had 15 and dj only six points one of eight it was just chode was, man. Yeah. the chodeness
1: yeah. you have to give it to jordan hunter this game i think mm. he probably played the game of his his life his career watching jordan hunter over the, you know his professional career um he didn't need to score points but this game he definitely for my mind had uh, had his has his best game in this league uh, in the two seasons that he's been with Sydney, so um, hats off to him mm, for sure. He'll definitely be in my three, two, one at the end of this this segment. But um, we're gonna go to Casper. Casper is back. Yeah, I think Let's he's back. I think he's back. He's back. Um, is it too well, early? Is it too early? Mm. I don't think so because you you watch what he's doing. He's getting himself into games. He's getting to the hoop. He's getting to the mid range. And then he's putting the dagger in. He's getting he's he's getting on those little streaks. Mm. Um and then he's 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 you know getting a heat check in there and then he's pulling back. He's like, all right, back to the cup, you know, the heat checks in, back to scoring. It's a different mm. mindset and it's very much one that's um it's needed because this team is so shorthanded, he's gotta be scoring 30 points a night, really. That's that's what he's gotta be getting into the high twenties, early thirties for us to really be given a chance. Um
0: if you take um if you take Jarrell out of there, because Jarrell is pretty much like 21, 21 mm-hmm. and 10 automatic, too. Yeah. So that's that's a huge chunk of our points. I think we've got to give a bit of a shout out to DJ in his fearless scoring. Like he just comes yeah. out and just just <laughs> puts them up. And I think that kind of it it I don't know the best way to explain it, but it kind of instead of like making Kaspar – Go! Oh, I can do it too. I'll just knock up yeah. shots as well. Like Casper kind of goes, "Oh, okay, you take some shots, then that's good. That's all good." Yeah. And he can sit back. We've seen that a couple of times against Adelaide, where he just kind of sits back. You know, let's let's the offense kind of gets back into a rhythm. He's still getting absolutely nothing at the hole too. Like you yeah. just go into bodies and just get crunched. And you just like Damn. what I don't get
1: is just like, oh, he's just a rookie. He's just not getting because he's a rookie. It's just like this is the stupidest. Feckin' thing on earth that are oh, we just not getting calls because he's a rookie. Mm. The, the veterans get those calls. Well, yeah. That's not playing the feckin' game properly, is it? Jesus Christ. It's,
0: it's yeah, it's crazy. He he's getting knocked around. Even Casper's getting knocked around a little bit. Um, but it was a it was a solid all-round performance. Casper had 23, eight of eleven from two, so he was getting inside, um, avoiding those shot blockers too. Uh, did he get blocked? No, he didn't get blocked at all. Um, and then d j had twenty two nine of seventeen um but he he's got that little mid range like he's got that little yes. I can just step in i can you create something that's not just you know vanilla bog standard offense where you just yep. where a team can kind of go, oh right, bring someone over, let's shut this he's down so
1: quick to the hoop though like I when know. he's just getting there he's Super lazy quick to the hoop, which mm. is crazy. This this is a little like, you know, Humpho, one rookie of the year, playing a lot less minutes, scoring a lot less points, and then kind of got picked up and taken over. Do you think DJ is potentially going to be looked at by some G League, Summer League next year, NBA mm. potentials? Like a guy that can shoot in the mid-range, can stretch the floor and get to the car? Most of the Aussies, most, think about that. Most of the Aussies that play in the NBA, not really that adept can come so, around and shoot.
0: It's okay. Humphrey's right. Seven footer. Um, and can shoot. So we, so we went through a little bit of a period in the NBA of any seven footers that can shoot anyone like, let's get a seven footer in here. Can you shoot the ball? Okay. Yep. Yep. You're in this team. <laughs> um, DJ's in a little bit of a disadvantage because he's a, a smaller, smaller guard. It's a smaller guard type scenario. What is he? Six, four, I think in shoes. Yeah, six four. Um, and then, you know, the guards always have that tough time of like, okay, a U6-8 and super powerful. Okay, then we don't yep. want you. Like it's a, yeah. it's a little bit of a different scenario in, in terms of a uh, – uh, like a, comparing it to Humphrey. But I, I still would think, man, if you can score the ball, there's no reason why he couldn't go over and play some G League at least. Mm. Um, maybe make, make a few starts in the NBA as well. But at the same time, you kind of look at his size and go mm. like – Probably not. But I'm, I'm not saying I yeah. would do that. I'm not a like, scout or a GM, but that's probably what I think they're thinking is like, eh, it's probably not, not big enough.
1: He six, six, needed to be 6'6. Six, six. If he was 6'6 and could do all this, then he would probably be. Uh, as, yeah, they're just going to these mutant lineups, aren't they? Oh, 6'6", it could stretch the floor, you, Yeah, you're the shooting guard, you know? Are you super yeah.
0: powerful and can just score from anywhere? Yeah, you're in. Like, you know I mean? That's <laughs> kind of what it is. That's that's what we saw in JT last year, whereas mm. he, like, you know, 6'4", wide as a truck and just bumping dudes out of the way. And it's like he goes into the NBA and just like, all oh, right, Like he's just, just quite, such a big dude.
1: Just quietly the behind, over the head. Dude,
0: vision. that layup was ridiculous, man. How good was, it was that? Like- and off of like a rebound where no one was even looking. Like everyone, nobody even looked down to where the ball was. He was just like, and just like a junkyard dog, <laughs> just grabbed it and was like over his head, man. So good. He's been playing so well, man. I'm so yeah. proud of him. So happy for him. eh? making that NBA. Uh, even yeah. though they stink, that team absolutely stinks. It's terrible. It's it's great for him. I'm just like I don't care. Every night I'll just watch DT. I don't care how bad this team is. Um, but, yeah, this Adelaide game, it was a, it was a good performance, a blowout too. Uh, I think it was, what is a 17-point win on the night. Just having a look through some of the stats, let's have a look at them. Only 12 assists, a low assist. Like, we, we've had a couple of games where we're down around 10 assists. We had been kind of getting up to about 20 assists a game, so a little bit less ball movement. But I think for the Adelaide team, like, they've got a couple of shot blockers, some inside guys, yeah. so you don't necessarily have to pass the ball around, move it around.
1: It's a lot of outside shooting.
0: Mm, we had, we were 63% from inside. So 24, 20, 24 or 38 and then 37% from three, which is not, no red hot, not match no. winning red hot, but still pretty solid.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. It's, look, you know, we won the game. Mm. It was a bit of a blowout. He put some good points. On the plus and minus. So I'm I'm happy.
0: And I think, yeah, you encapsulated with Casper's Kas, back. Um he those three threes he hit was like, uh oh, uh oh Casper's uh-uh. back. Uh-uh. Which that's a great feeling. How good is that feeling of just being like, uh oh, here comes Casper. Um that was which the is good nice because
1: hey. the dagger. That was the dagger. That mm. was the the dagger that hit hit pretty hard.
0: Mm. Yeah, because he he is another guy that I think Every time he has a bad game, he's gotta then just take three or four games to re-earn his credit back. Mm. And I don't I don't like it. Like I think he's always gonna be, you know, in the in the higher tier of caliber players in the NBL. But at the same time, yeah. he gets scrutinized so heavily. Like yeah. I like the fact that, you know, he never instead of shooting his way out of the these slumps, he's he's going into rhythm mode, trying to get guys going, trying to move the ball around. Two assists in this game, you know, it's not great, but He's actually trying to trying to play basketball
1: yeah. to
0: get himself out of these situations where he's not playing well, even though he is playing great now. Onto this Perth game,
1: this is yeah. a high scoring game. It was a high scoring game. It was
0: just, it was a crazy game, man. It was yeah, a man. really high level game. I'm just gonna go over. I'm just gonna on the King's salt because um, get ready from some ref salt. There's gonna be some ref salt in this. Um, yeah, so it was. It was a pretty good game. I don't necessarily think it was a 113-106. I think, you know, we probably deserve to lose that by about 10 in the end, that that third quarter stretch. Uh, and the offense from uh, from Mooney and Cotton was just too much, I think, in that third and fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, we all, But we saw like a couple of actually really good performance, offensive performances. Uh, DJ, only 13 points, you know, if he scores 20, you know, a few more of his shots go down maybe he uh maybe we win that game uh Tommy V had 10 points 2 or 4 from 3 I think he started 2 of 2 in this game and then Diddy we wasted a you know a 7 of 13 night from Diddy 19 points and Craig Moller 4 of 5 as well so all these guys had good nights offensively yeah. yet we we end up losing by 7 in a high scoring sometimes,
1: game sometimes Bryce is just yeah man he's he's, he's so good though like I hate I
0: hate saying it you know <laughs> It, it deserves to be said by everybody, right? Yeah. In the wider league, in the the media sphere, in the, his his peers, deserve to say it. Everyone deserves to say it. Um, but I'm like, I'm a Kings fan, and I don't want to say it. But man, that dude is just and the shots he hits are just out of this world. Where you just that you're just like that. No, like why is that going down? That does not make sense. Two dudes are in your face, defended it perfectly. You know, you, you had to shoot that over hands, like, no, and they still go down. They just hurt so much, man. You're just like, yeah. God damn it. Like, why? And Mooney, man, like, that was a ridiculous, ridiculous night. 12 of 13 from two, three of four from three. Absolutely absurd shooting the ball.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a once a season kind of. Uh, yeah.
0: I've seen him play like this in a couple of their games. And, okay, to, to go back to that uh, Hunter... Vodanovic type of um choding, um DJ and Humphreys off the off the uh off their spot. Mooney was just like, all right, I'll just shoot hooks and I'll go one mm. step, two step hook. You know, I'll shoot a fade, I'll shoot a jumper, okay, leave me open at the elbow, I'll shoot that too, I'll shoot some threes. But these are things that um DJ and Humphreys don't do. They yeah. go. I'm going to try and go back inside. I want to go back inside. Give it to me inside. Set me up on the block. Whereas it was just like, I don't care where I get it. I'm gonna like get the ball one step and go. And there was, there was kick it. Um, I think he scored a basket. Went to run up court and kick it through in the old uh, um, the old Philippines elbow. <laughs> Gave him one of those <laughs> under the ribs, and he didn't like it, man. He did not like it. And I I thought, oh yeah, sweet. Let's see how he goes after this. And it was just like bucket, bucket, bucket. I'm just like, damn it, that
1: not even that worked. <laughs>
0: Um, so we didn't actually talk about kicks in that first game. It's, it's so good to have him back.
1: Man. It is. It's a little bit of adjustment defensively. I mm. think that. Um, yeah, I, l- I like just-
0: this scheme though. Like I, I I, think this is a different type of scheme to what we had under Gaze and Weaver. Like with Bogut there, like we, we now kind of exist in having that choker center that's just chubbing up the lane. Mm. And it, we we don't have to be like, oh, okay, we've got a shot blocker. Let's change our scheme. And like, we can do this. We can funnel. We can do other things. Now yeah. we're kind of always playing with Hunter plays like that. Tom, Tommy Vodanovic plays like that. And Kicker plays like that. So we're not changing things around a lot, which I, I kind of like. And it kind of, you know, he's you're never going to get like a stellar defensive performance out of Kicker and Hunter really and Vodanovic. You're never going to be going, no. wow, what a phenomenal defensive performance. You're always going to be happy when they play well. And you go, yeah, "Yeah, because I I, like at the start of this game, I was just watching it just going, man, like I feel so happy that we've got just a bunch of these players where you're just like every time they score, you're happy for them. Just like sweet, Tommy V's (laughs) knocking down shots, nice. Shawnee Bruce knocked down a couple of shots, set up some plays. Like it's just such a feel-good team. And then, you know, through that second half, just you just get that like, God damn it, like the rivalry thing. Like we've got a lot of injuries, like I said in the Facebook group. I don't know why Perth was so smug in this game. Like get, they were so smug down the stretch of this game. And I'm just like, dude, we've got like four guys out. Like, why oh, yeah. are you being so smug? Like, you're beating out like it's second team. Yeah, yeah, you know, I the know. Get out of here. I don't want to hear about Pretty that. Um, but. I thought, yeah, I thought we played really well. And Kaspar, man, we wasted yet another great night from him. 34 points, 10 of 19, 8 of 12 from 2. So getting inside, getting no fouls at all, zero fouls. And that was Mooney, what did he end up having? Two fouls. Like there could have been two or three on him. He could have had, you know, stretches where he sat. Uh, You know, you put Hunter in there and Hunter gets three fouls almost straight away and just like, are you kidding me? Like, what the hell? Like, what is this? And Tommy V fouled out in the Adelaide game. Yeah. Where you know one out of every five of his are just like that is not a foul. Like, um, but yeah, let's let's go into a little ref salt. That second quarter where you know I think we had a lead of about eight, we uh, about ten. I think we were up by about ten. We had a nice scoring run. It was just like they were in the bonus. Like it was just like and, you know, two minutes has passed and now Perth are in the bonus. And he's like, what? Like what? You just like kept them back, like kept him in this game. Like we're up 10, about to run away with this. And we've seen this a few times this season where it's yeah. just like we get this scoring bunch going and we're like, yeah, sweet. Like here we go, guys. And it's just like foul, 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 foul. And just like why? I don't understand, man. Like why? Like these guys just- get penalised. You know, they give
1: fouls in runs, don't they? They're just like, oh, this quarter we're just going to call every tussle a foul. And you're like, that's not how you call the first quarter. Yeah. What are you doing? And it hurts and our momentum, NBL man. Refs? Yeah, it does. And they know that. I don't know. There's a conspiracy against the Kings. I've always <laughs> thought that from the refereeing. There's always a conspiracy against the Kings because we never get home cooking. Like I think one home cooking game last year, just the rest were just like – and we're literally trying to make you lose this game by sending every other team to the line in the fourth quarter. You're like, what?
0: Yeah, and I, I had said in the Facebook group, like, it's it's so contrasted when you watch Cotton play. Like, if you watch mm. Cotton play in isolation, I say I sit there most nights watching him just going, God, like, how why doesn't Casper get these fouls ever? Like, the ones where, like, he gets in front of his man, the guy clearly kind of, like, bumps him over the back. Yeah. Or... Cotton will go into the like like arch back into his defender. He always gets that call. Yeah. And Casper just can't get that call, man. Even when dudes like go through the back of him. I remember Wagstaff last year, like went right through the back of him. And they were just like, nah. And he's just like, oh my goodness. And yeah, I thought so the third quarter, a few fouls, a little bit of run. They just let everything go. We we've had um I think we had that Adelaide game where they did the same thing. Like if this was a if this was happening all the time, I'd go, Okay, I'll, i I I want to see games like this where you don't call these tiki tack things here and there. And then towards the end, you know, they give a bunch of three point fouls and everyone goes, So you got fouls, you got fouls. So what why are you complaining? And you're just like, Man, really? Like, you gave us a couple of three point fouls at the end of the game that probably weren't even fouls. Like, come on. Yeah. They it's... had um so we had six they had sixteen fouls. We had what, twenty four? And they didn't get in the bonus the second half. I was just like, Are you kidding me, man? Um, but let's talk Diddy.
1: Diddy's back, I think. Great, yeah, great, great, great to see him back. This is what we need because he is destructive hmm. when, um, when he's on song and you know, shooting the three ball, getting to the hoop, defending, lockdown defender. We kind of really need him this year, and he hasn't been on song for a little while, obviously, with the sore backs. And but this was his kind of coming out game, and um, man, it's good to see, it's so good to see.
0: So does his stretch go – does it feel like his stretch kind of goes back to last season, that he hasn't been –
1: Yeah, he hasn't been kind of himself. I mean, the finals he wasn't too bad. But, Mm. um, yeah, this year he has not definitely been not of – but, again, it's kind of weird because he had to rush off back to Brazil like pretty much straight away because the borders were closing. Mm -hmm. And then he was just in lockdown in Brazil because they had so many cases. And so, you know –
0: yeah, I was surprised you, he came back. To be honest, I was surprised I mean, he didn't just go to the US and just be like, All right, "Don't worry, I'm out." Maybe because we had no cases, he came here. But
1: yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was a
0: bit crazy. But
1: you look at the guys that you know really, um, you look at Ingles and things like that. seasoned professionals, man, and they really struggled the first twenty games of the season. Now they're just starting to come good. Now mm. everyone in the NBA started struggles, but you can you can imagine what they they've been like here, where they've had even less time between, you know, uh, sorry, even more time between, uh, between seasons, like what we'd finished, when did we finish here? February?
0: Uh, yeah. Last year. Was it? F-
1: yeah. Last year. February,
0: March. March. Yeah. I think it was, it was March. Yeah, March.
1: Right. So it's almost been what? 10 months between drinks. Mm. That's a long time not to play professional basketball. Mm. You're gonna we we be... naturally
0: have big off seasons, but not that big. Yeah. Okay. Um. So and then you you obviously look at Lazada. There's some some different wrinkles in that too. Like you yeah. had to go overseas. You had to come back. Like you you don't know what's happening. He's a next star. There really isn't that much pressure on him to be great either. Like he's already locked no. into a contract in the US, um, which I thought maybe last season was a little bit of that. You know, I don't need to like like over exert myself and play outside no. of.
1: So how it works is is that because he went second round, he's essentially a stashed pick. So hmm. he, New Orleans Pelicans owns the right for three seasons but can choose not to pick up the rights at any point. Hmm. So obviously, you know, RJ was drafted. He was in the league. And I can safely say Didi was better than RJ last season in stretches. Hmm. Um, Lamelo drafted playing in the league. And then and D, he, he
0: was yeah. like, Lamella was not good last year in, in this league. But then if you look at him now in the playing for the Hornets, he's just like, wow, it's a totally different player.
1: Is it really Ben? It's I mean, he's good, but it's just, it's a little bit circusy. His game is circusy. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. His game is circusy. What did I say to you? He plays like he's got the, um like this special button held down the entire time. Like every yeah. like routine thing is, a, you know, highlight move. Like he just passes it out over the perimeter. And it's like behind the back, globetrotter over the top of the head. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if you look at the Hornets, right, as a, like, I guess, like, where he is in his development, going to the Hawks is a different thing to, like, now you're in the league, now you're in the NBA and you're playing with the Hornets. It's like, dude, you can't do any of this stuff now. Like, you have to basically follow this path. The coaching's better, they're doing different things. Um, whereas if that in that hawk season was just like, dude, just jack up shots. Who cares? You're here for one year. All you need to do is look great. Who cares? Like, um, yeah, you're
1: destined. Was you already destiny was already ordained. It doesn't really matter what you do, and then just get injured and not turn up for the rest of the season. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> remember Rastillo being like, even the guys on his team were like, you know, great bounce. We don't care. Like, we don't want to play with you anyway. <laughs>
1: like,
0: damn man. But to to contrast that to Diddy, right? he doesn't have to be that, you know what I mean? Like he mm. just has to be a solid player, like a basketball player without jeopardizing his career. It's a di- totally different type of thing really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's in good form, his NBA talent, in bad form, he's not. And that's really what it is. It's about getting get consistency to his game. So I do not really see him picking up, in that NBA stance till he gets consistent and it's just not there yet. So maybe and you know what? We're probably not going to see enough games out of him this year to 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 draw that, you know, conclusion of consistency. So mm. it'd be interesting to see what happens this offseason. I I think he'll be back in Australia. You reckon he'll come back next year. Yeah, I reckon he'll come back as a pro basketballer. I mean the only other way to do it is to get some games up in the G League and get 10 day contracts towards the end of the season, which he may do if we're gonna get knocked out early, he may go to the um he may join Will in the in the bubble. Mm. Um but you know Yeah the G
0: Lee, Will Magney, um Josh Green also just quietly I was looking up Dallas today. he's, and in, he's, he's in the, he's gone in the, bubble. to the bubbles. Damn, damn it. Um but I think I don't I don't know like I think this this level is too low for him. You know I don't know. I've I've had that from the start where the level of this league is too low and he kind of isn't a player that's just going to be a rational confidence guy who just p- tries to play out of his skin all the time. Like he's a very, I'm going to fit this team and like do things with my team. You can actually see this chemistry is a little bit better this year. Like he can yeah. you know, speak the language, move a little bit better on the court. He's doing a little bit better things. And knocking down shots, you can tell it makes him a better player too, like more yes. confident. Five of nine yes. from three in yes. this game. Um, you could see he was a little bit reluctant to shoot it over the last few games because it wasn't going down. And I guess from here, right, if he starts to go on a run of being high level, like what does that mean to this team?
1: Um, it means it means you have to you probably have to start him. Look, I still think the death lineup is where DJ Diddy cooks um, a fit cooks, yeah. Fit, Cooks, and Hunter. I think that's the death, the death lineup because you've got three shooting scorers and two defensive big men with you know Cooks almost playing that you know out of style small ball five hmm. that can that can push the place and and finish around the rim. So that that to me is kind of the death lineup. Um, we're still missing. Dennis, we're
0: probably missing that center, but yeah. yeah it's that's, that's the one piece. Like it's, it's obviously we're going to play cooks at small ball and then maybe Jerrell. I guess Jarrell Martin. So it's, it's where yeah, but you
1: can play, but I think there's just so much shooting and scoring in the, in the first four that, you know, Jerrell Martin would be more and more impactful in different lineups, mm. um, where potentially you're playing Moller or you're playing, um, Tommy V or someone where, you know, you need someone down the block, but when you've got three shooters on the floor and some good screening action, Especially with kick it, then I don't think Jarrell is most effective in those lineups. He's he's effective when Shorty B's on the floor and someone can get him the ball and facilitate. And yeah, Moller's yeah. on the floor and there's you know scoring's going down. That's when he's most effective. But that you know that quicks that quick small ball lineup with Geordie would be um, would be would be the death lineup for my mind. And it's the lineup that can really take it. I think to to Perth. Um, yeah. I think so that what? Would be the-
0: I asked you before we went on air, like, I don't know what the what the, the answer is. Like, we blitzed him in the first half and it was kind of working. Like, it was – and Cotton wasn't shooting the ball. I, I had that feeling of, like, Ooh, maybe it's not Cotton's night tonight. And then, obviously, he goes off in the second half. But a lot of the blitzing stuff we were doing was actually working and being quite physical. Um, you know, obviously, then we rack up the fouls and, you know, guys have to sit. We're shorthanded on, in terms of bigs and stuff like that. But – I still look at that and you're tossing the coin going, you're either hoping Cotton has a bad night and doesn't shoot the ball well because I don't think we have something in this lineup to go, right, this is how we're going to take out Cotton. Mm. And then I guess how many teams in this league really do have that? Not many. Yeah, really not think. many. Not many. Um, and our best defender when fit in terms of a guard is probably DJ. Probably DJ. Probably Diddy. Yeah. Um because you know, Moller Moller's kind of turned into a forward now. You know, he's he's mainly playing a power forward. Sometimes he plays small ball center, which is not, not great. Um yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm looking at that matchup and just going, wow, like we don't really have an answer for him. Like it's basically you throw Casper at him and hope Casper can deal with it. Or we just kind of let him shoot and let other guys beat us. And we're kind of doing that in the first quarter. Uh the first yeah, quarter, first half, got- like we were daring Besto to shoot. We dared Travis to shoot a bunch of times, you know, and then uh, coming off the bench, Wagstaff, two of six, one of five for White, two of five for Besto, like making those guys take shots. And then obviously with the night Mooney had, you know, just didn't, we just couldn't do it. 30 and 18. Wow. 30 yeah. and 18, three assists, <laughs> shooting 92%, nine of nine, and three of four from three. Wow. Those, the, the,
1: those Those knights win games. There's yeah, no, for sure. There's not much no you can to really it. do about that.
0: No. Caspar, do we need to throw a little bit more praise on Casper? No, no, no. Before he's, we move he's on?
1: back. He's back. He's yep. back. He's back. Happy, um, comfortable? Definitely my my man of the match for, for both matches, quite clearly.
0: You've uh you've you've slanted out of the, the frame. A little you've I've relaxed, relaxed, relaxed back the... out of the frame. Ah, don't uh, yeah, don't yeah. relax because it's time for three 2 one MVP. Do, do, do,
1: do, do. Do, 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 do. Adelaide. Three Casper. Casper. Two Hunter. Hunter. One DJ. Uh,
0: DJ. Uh, I didn't put mine in and I'm just going to go back to the box score because I was sitting there thinking about somebody and then I just completely forgot to put it in there. It's been hectic. Uh Come on, come on, come on, come on. Faster, faster. Uh, Tommy V. Oh, kicks. That's what we wanted to do. So, uh, yeah, I went Casper, Hunter. Uh Casper, DJ, kicks. Welcome back, kick it. Welcome back. Jeezy gives us a spreading of the floor. How good was that yeah. dribble handoff? You see that dribble handoff where he faked it? And then yeah. two guys went like, woo, and bumped into <laughs> each other. And was just like, okay, sweet. Bang. And it's like, yes, he's you know, back on it. To- so good. Uh, and then it gets Perth, Casper. Yeah, obviously. Can, can we just give three to one for Casper?
1: Yeah, Casper. No, no, DD two, DD two. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna give Moller one. Moller had a good night.
0: Yeah, I think Casper, DD, Capsa, DD, Moller. I'll fix that later. And again, shout out to everyone. Make sure you get those three to one fan MVPs in. Uh, pumping along for more games uh it was a bit slack and i had to put like a two for one in there but yeah make sure if you if you're listening along get in there and give us your three two one even throw it in the comments now if you're listening along i will put it in all right tipping back to the old tipping and like Mm -hmm. i said it's it's eight game rounds here so suddenly the nbl pocket pod shout out to him has a seven seven point uh round only misses out on that that United bottling that game against Perth. He could have had a perfect round, and then suddenly he's just back at the top. He's just like, "Damn!" Like, <laughs> um. So let's go. Cup Kings versus Breakers are on Thursday. Kings, Kings, yeah. Uh, 36ers then play United. Thirty sixers. Thirty sixers. Ooh, ooh, I went United. Interesting. Uh, Bullets play the Hawks. 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 It's tough, man. The Bullets are so hot and cold. It's like Sobey goes off or that's it. If he goes off, they play well. And Law was good in a couple of those games, and then he's kind of just been pretty awful. Uh, Taipans playing Perth. Perth. Yeah, I had Perth as well. 36ers then play
1: the Breakers. The breakers, breakers! Wow, throwing I think Iverson, I, the 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 chunk Iverson chunk. Uh, they don't like the lanes being chubbed, and the breakers have got some big chubby centers, man.
0: Yeah, that's a good shout. That's a really good shout, actually. Um, I'm still gonna go 36s, but man, you're rolling the dice in this round. This is good. Uh, United at uh, playing against the Kings. I guess they're not at the Kings. Kings are at United.
1: I'm gonna go Kings.
0: Kings, yeah, same. We'll probably get wrecked, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. I can't tip against the Kings, man. It's my fatal flaw. Phoenix then play the Hawks. Phoenix. I like the Hawks, but I'm going Phoenix as well. Uh, Bullets versus Taipans to finalize it. I'm going
1: to go the types.
0: Types. I went bullets just for a sneaky random bounce back game. Uh, Crazy week. Another eight game week. Um yep. crazy stuff.
1: So this just, Breakers game.
0: Yeah, let's talk Breakers and United.
1: I think the United The United game for me is a game that I want to watch live after going to the Breakers game live and seeing the games play <laughs> down to their level. Um, yeah, I oh, look it's
0: it's got it's, kind of we may lose written on it too.
1: It's yeah, it does and it doesn't. Look, I think that we've got enough talent in the backcourt. Um, that you know, it's kind of overwhelms their backcourt quite significantly. I mean, Lamar Patterson's out; mm. he hasn't been great for them this season, but he is
0: might be a an boost. Experience.
1: Yeah, no, he's, an he's he's got to get hot at some stage. Like he's a, mm. he's a professional. He's he's done the years doing sixteen and ten a night, twenty and ten a night. He hasn't done it this year. It's going to be a big loss for them. However, you know, I think that um, they're due for some. They're well coached. They're just not well talented. Um, but I think Iverson's a decent big. Um, it doesn't really affect us, but it will affect Adelaide. And that's why I'm happy we'll get the W, but I think Adelaide will struggle against their large centers and ropey guards.
0: Mm. They're very comfortably sitting at the bottom of the table, one one win, five losses. Yeah, I, that team is just a mess too. I like the Webster brothers. I would take um, Headband Webster. I can't remember which ones, which Corey, uh, no tie Webster. I would take Ty as backup. You know, if we didn't have Shawnee Bruce, I'd take Ty Webster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. We play down to the breakers every time we play them. It's just like, let's play at their level and, you know, try and then just play, play in the last five minutes and win these games. Cause I've seen them live a couple of times. I have a, f- a uh, recollection that there was um, Ding Ding's crazy 180 oop finish. Yeah, it was against yeah, the breakers, and I remember yeah. that game just being like, "Oh my
1: god, this game is a drag." Like,
0: you know, can it's we? Always, just... They're
1: always bad games. They've never been. Oh wow, this is an exciting game. It's just like, oh, this is bad.
0: Mm, we just play to their level, and you know, it's... Oh. so hopefully in the bubble we can get a get a roll on a bounce back game, maybe. You know, two two days after this game against Perth. Maybe it's a bounce back performance where the guys kind of go. But I guess you know you're looking at this United game, so maybe that's another one where you're going. You know we've got a big game coming up, so we play down to them again. Don't expend all your energy against the breakers because we know they're crap. You know. Yeah. I feel that kind of vibe going into that game as well. Um, But yeah, this United game. Well, let's talk just briefly about United this season. I think they've only lost one game, and that was against Perth in this round. This good team.
1: Don't have a lot of fatal flaws. I just think that, you know, with some streaky shooters and Diddy getting hot, if Diddy can continue that form, it's going to add a lot of issues to the team. Um, kick it back, sensible center, maybe a little bit less fouling and stretching the floor and spacing the floor, which is going to be good because essentially we have no post-offense. post, post offense. Zero post-offense. Mm. It's really just quick guards getting to the hoop and streaky three-point shooters. Um, so. That's, I think that's probably Melbourne's kryptonite, I would say, is because they can defend well in slow sets, but quick, quick streaky sets could be an issue for them. Mm.
0: So looking through their roster, um, Joe Luala-Chewle and Landau, um, Barlow, Jack White, Hobson, Barber, uh, and McCarran. I think Ely and Goulding are out still. Um, I'm pretty sure they're still out. Yep. Um, it is this, a great team
1: though. It's, it's such a, a good, good team.
0: team. It's it's well balanced because if you look at I'm just thinking about it here, like you've got Mitch McCarron, right, who is a good facilitator and a good ball handler and a decent playmaker. But like over his career when I've watched him, I haven't ever gone, you know what he needs? He needs the ball in his hand to have a team mm. and just create. Like I've always been like, mm, it's – I'm not, you know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't make a team centred around Mitch McCarron. And this season, he's kind of had all these other players in White and Barlow and Landale and Achul, all forwards, kind of all those guys can handle the ball and like all they have these unique sort of strings to their bow to make that offense a little bit more dynamic. And then you add in Uday Barber, who's just like a lightning, just runs up the court and you're just like, holy... Like, like Jesus, this guy's quick. So at the start of the season, they were playing insanely quick basketball, like getting up and down the floor. If if we had a metric to measure the um, the speed, then that would be first for sure because they were, they were crazy quick. And then you kind of add in Scotty Hobson into this team and it's just like, well, why is this guy in this team? doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So we've got all these, you know, re- really good forwards who can all handle the ball. We've got a bunch of guards who, you know, are kind of shooting guards, combos that can handle it. Let's just throw in, you know, a forward who just needs the ball in his hand the entire time to score the ball. Yeah. And yeah, it's just yeah. like this doesn't work at all. Um, and he, like every time I watch them, like I kind of feel sad for him because I'm like he looks like it's in his head too. Like he looks like, oh, God, I'm not scoring these this very well here. Like and... That's not the way he's played recently. Like, you know, he got really hot for that breakers team, but it was basically like a rocket scenario where it's just like, you're the man, main guy, you get the ball, we'll all stand in the corner and you do your thing type of type of scenario. <laughs> and um, Sec Henry as well was really good on that team. But the this moment, like it's got so many weapons, man, and yeah. unique weapons too. Like Landau's playing really well. How good is it? Like how good would he have been in a pick up, as a pickup for this Sydney team, man? I can't believe we didn't get him. <laughs> Um and then Luala Chul, very good rim protector, um, very solid around the basket too, and can shoot a three, can slink out and shoot him as well. So it's gonna be a tough game, man. Tough, tough game. But one I want to see, like I wanna watch this game.
1: Yeah, no, this is this is the game to watch. I'll be very interested in the outcome.
0: It'll it'll start out being like, you know what? I love this team. Like I love this team. I love uh I love Sydney, you know. And then by the you know, second half when we're losing, it's just like can't believe it. Oh my god, god damn it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, so t- another tough, tough double game week coming up in this cup. Uh, we'll be back um, Monday. When is that game? I'm just going to double check when that game is. Saturday that. night. Saturday, Saturday night. night. So we should be back Monday, yeah. Yeah,
1: we're back back, back on normal. Back to your normal
0: program. Baby. Back to normal program, Monday night. Uh, yeah, so this has been a weird, weird couple of days. Like I was just mm. like, oh, yeah, it's Wednesday. It feels like Monday. What's going on? Um. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably about it for this episode. So, what, um, you got anything we'll, else um,
1: to... No, man, I think um, this week I'm going to try and hunt down since we can't see the pick and roll <laughs> uh, and don't know when good articles are coming out from local... Basketball oh, yeah, or, yeah, the old... Uh, Facebook band. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to figure out what how many rounds we've got left. I'm just going to try and do some in-depth research and to see what actually is... The plan going forward and mm. you know I think I think it's going to be a really packed middle crowd and I think that fourth position is going to be fought over um, and so and we're going to be part of that I don't think we're going to be in the top three but we're going to be part of fighting over that fourth position so it'll be it needs to be interesting we need to have a plan obviously going forward and, and seeing where we finish and hopefully get a, a run of home games which would be nice to go and watch mm. We're just no one wears masks yeah <laughs> And nobody's wearing
0: masks. Uh, All right. So as always, we're going to wrap it up there. As always, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, on The King's Dime. You can also subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen to us in audio form. We're streaming this in the moment live on Facebook. So like our Facebook if you want to know when we're going live, usually on
1: a Monday night. And as always, you can see us next time. On The King's Dime.